All right, everyone, welcome to an incredibly special episode of Sky High Sports and Entertainment. We have the legendary Emily Halpern here with us today, writer of Booksmart and writer of 84 Brady. I actually started this podcast today, Tom Brady retired, but thank you so much for being here with us today, uh, Emily, really appreciate it. So I'd love to know, you know, how did the opportunity to write this movie come about and what enticed you about writing it? Um, first of all, thank you for calling me legendary. That's really quite an introduction. Um, 80 for Brady was an open assignment that when we, um, when we first heard about it and it was with then Endeavor content, now fifth season, and Donna Gigliotti was already attached as a producer and Tom Brady was also already attached as a producer. And, um, we were actually, I think Donna might have sought us out at a certain point, um, but somehow we went in for a meeting and heard about the concept at first and all we saw was a picture of uh the the original women the the uh the wow. you know the real life yeah i think they called them the over 80 for brady yes. uh club and it was those women i believe there were five of them uh in their t-shirts that said over 80 for brady and essentially they were just looking for takes on that concept and it was just ba basically based off a photo and and um but we knew they were you know, lifelong Patriots fans and Brady fans. And I think it spoke to us for a few reasons. One, we love telling stories of female friendship and obviously did that in Booksmart and, and also just love putting women front and center anytime we can in our storytelling. And, and if possible, you know, women whose perspectives you don't always see front and center. Like, like that was kind of part of the initial idea behind Booksmart was just, we loved that genre, like high school movie genre, but it felt like it was always told from the male perspective and was very much like the goal was always to get laid. And, and just for us, like we felt like that wasn't our high school experience. So we had sort of wanted to see like what it, what it was like for two nerds. Um, but like similarly with, with 80 for Brady, we felt like it felt like a fun opportunity to tell a story about uh, older women and, and have the story really be about them and their friendship as opposed to you know, falling into some of those like st typical stereotypes, like seeing them, seeing older people in their tracksuits and sneakers. This felt like an yeah. opportunity where like they could be having the adventure. Big adventure um, for them, exactly. Yeah. And secondarily, uh, my writing partner, Sarah, is a big sports fan, big, big football fan. So I think it appealed to her for that reason. And me, I'm from Boston originally or outside Boston, but, um, wow. you know, I, I was so aware of, of course, Brady. And I was, you know, I remember when like Drew Bledsoe got injured in that game and, and Tom Brady comes onto the field. And at the time, the Patriots were nothing, you know, I don't want to, but it, it's, there wasn't a tremendous amount of Patriots pride. I remember it yeah. more being like a punchline um, when I was a kid. And, and nobody, like when Tom Brady first showed up, nobody thought anything of him, but like I was, I was there to watch like what he became, what he turned the Patriots into, what that did for Boston. I mean, it was a really big deal. So, so I think it it had like female friendship at its core, and then different related. We responded to it for different reasons, but there were there was a lot that was appealing about it. Wow, that is amazing, and that's so cool that you were from uh, Boston as well. I guess I'll ask following up on that. Then, do you have is Super Bowl Fifty One, which of course the movie is based on and based on a true story, as you mentioned, which is really incredible. Yeah, is that your favorite Tom Brady Patriots moment, or do you have a favorite one? It's interesting. I mean, 
I actually would say personally my favorite one might be that first game when he came in off the field and 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 even turned that game around for them just because it was so unexpected and that was in my mind just the beginning of like the Patriots underdog story and obviously I don't think they're not even thought of it as underdogs anymore but at the time they were and it was that story you could so get behind and I was kind of there for that whole ride so I think that first game really um stays with me and I, of course that other the 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 2017 Super Bowl was unbelievable yeah. and and I remember watching it and just like my jaw was on the floor like everybody else is really that comeback seemed so improbable but it was it was remarkable to see and it again felt like you know whether you like Brady or you don't like Brady that is that is him doing you know at his best those comebacks or it's just he he, he uh he, I feel like he's the master of that yeah, it's like he plays better when he's down from way behind. Like the yeah. mental game is incredible. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, your love of sports and how I know you guys often write about, you know, feminist themes and sort of really representing women, something about sports and obviously football is that they often get this really bad rep and just that people think it's nothing but toxic masculinity, whereas there are these really incredible universal themes that are inspiring that you and, and, um, and Sarah did such a wonderful job of representing and that people who love movies would also like sports and just count it out because of the the preconceived notion so um what do you believe are those universal themes of sports that you tried to communicate and that sometimes people miss out on and should give sports a chance if they don't yeah it's funny and you know I mean, I became more of a sports fan, like writing this movie, I will, I will admit. And there are sports I've always loved and it and and my writing partner is really the big football fan, but like I always I love watching tennis and um but I think one thing was first of all just making a movie where women are sports fans almost felt unique because it's like yeah. they're not always you know it's it's like you just said particularly with football it's often considered more male and and i think there is a fair amount of toxic masculinity probably 100 oh, percent, yeah with football and and all the injuries um but i do think just establishing that women can be and are sports fans was was something that we wanted to do and it's it's um it's certainly a true a true thing and and uh and and another thing about just I, I think what you said is really insightful one of the reasons i became a bigger sports fan and this is also kind of embarrassing to me but i read a book um called the dynasty it's a wonderful book um about football but specifically about like um tom brady and bill belichick and um robert Kraft and their relationship and how it formed and i you know i wrote it just kind of not so much for i read it excuse me for research but just to, so i could be better informed and and that book was fascinating and i learned all these things i didn't know but it also to answer your question i was struck by like it was dramatic it was it yeah. was their stories of you know again like we talked about tom brady was this underdog and everyone can get behind an underdog and root for that and it's like that's a, the type of story you would tell in a movie you want to have your audience rooting for a hero and you want to see like it's the you know the journey of the hero and you want to see oh good overcome evil and then you know it's interesting and then when if, to use the patriots as an example once they were no longer the underdog and they were the champions then they start to become the villains but it's it's like you've got your players and you've got your um your different sort of dramas and intrigues going on in terms of like the different uh personal relationships but also it's like a sports event a sports game is the perfect like journey uh for a uh, perfect art sort of for storytelling yeah absolutely no i think uh 
if ever I'm trying to tell someone who is mentioning exactly what you just said, that they love a drama or a good underdog story, I might have to show them the clip of that question because that was said <laughs> perfectly for sure. And I think that uh, it is this movie is a really great example of why people should keep an open mind because there are so many inspiring uh, stories from it, as long as you can recognize the parts, as you said, with the injuries and in football that aren't good. Sometimes I wish they'd just play flag football, but that's a story for another <laughs> Yes, maybe uh, that's why tennis is more my speed, although you can certainly, I mean, I think the, any athlete can obviously, they, what they put their bodies through, there's a lot of um, opportunity for injury, but it, it's, it's regardless, it's like once you follow it, you kind of get to know some of the personalities, it, it there's yeah. like a little, there's always some little soap opera going on. And then like a TV show. Up. Yeah, right, exactly, it exactly Easy is. But beer. I, yeah, I feel like sports over and over and over again, it's just a wonderful underdog story and you can always... Um, so find someone to root for. Definitely. Yeah. Really defying the impossible for sure. Um, speaking of obviously Tom Brady, you know, one big uh, elephant in the room is that he retired the day after the premiere and yeah. I believe you were with him. So <laughs> what was that premiere like? What was it like seeing him? Did you have any indication? Did you notice anything? Did it come up or any feeling like yeah, oh any insights on that? Not at all. I realized it would be so much more exciting if I could tell you like, yes, I had anything to do with it. But um, no, it was wonderful that he made it to the premiere. I know that we weren't sure he would. Obviously, he's got a very busy schedule and it was wonderful that he came to support the movie. And it's just amazing um, to see him in general. I mean, it's it's funny, like you get very used to seeing actresses and celebrities, but he really is like a, an, an iconic sports figure. And I feel like I've, I've been starstruck when I've when I've seen him. Um, but, uh, no, I had no inkling. I had no sense if, if any, if there were any sort of discussion about his retirement in the movie, I was certainly not privy to, to those. And yeah. uh, to my knowledge, there weren't any. And I, I think it was a, um, it was a coincidence, uh, I believe, but certainly a surprise, uh, the next morning to, to learn that he had retired. Yeah, that, but he seemed in good spirits and everything, like yeah. totally unexpected that I was coming up. That's really interesting because especially when I watched the movie at the end of the movie, there's a scene where he says, why retire when you've still got it? And I thought yeah. that was actually an official announcement that he was coming back. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it turned out, I think, how I view it now, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts or insights just on his retirement, having been with him, how I view it now is more that that was sort of why he, he ended up coming back because he was just the passing yards leader, passing touchdowns leader, yeah. um, really should have won the MVP that year. Why wouldn't he come back for at least one more? But then this season, you know, he really decided to uh, hang it up. And interestingly, right as the movie about the pinnacle of his career was coming out. Yeah. So I'm just curious on, I guess, um, what your thoughts are with that, with his retirement based on your experience and writing the movie with him and all that. It's funny. I wish I had any insight. Like, I don't know about the timing of his retirement. And I, I know that, um, you know, certainly that that last scene, I, I think, was written, you know, following his his unretirement. And so it, it did certainly change the way that that okay. last scene could be interpreted. Um, but but, uh, you know, his his uh, his his retirement had nothing to do. I think that scene obviously had been written like many, many months earlier. So uh, it wasn't anticipating his retirement. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was I I. I, I follow his career like a fan, like everybody else. And I yeah. don't have any special insight into, you know, why he, why he chose the moments that he did. But um, 
you know, I really obviously just he's, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. And I, I think people, even people, I mean, there's a line like this in the movie, but people who don't love him respect him. And, and, um, and I think, uh, I'm sure he made whatever decision felt right to him. Yeah, I guess this was the right time to go out. Exactly. So, um, with that being said, what was it like to, to get to work with him on this movie and what was sort of his involvement like, like how did that uh, affect the script? There was obviously a lot of Tom praise in there. So I was curious if, uh, if he oh, had sure. an influence. Well, my writing partner and I had very little interaction with with Tom Brady specifically. And wow. they, so what happened was we came in and pitched the um, pitched the film and he was attached as producer then and we pitched it to Donna Gigliotti and, you know, we pitched it, it was kind of a rough version, but all the same like main uh, story points of everything that wound up being in the movie. And he really responded to that. And that was the feedback that we got, that he he really likes the pitch and we were sort of a go from there. And what I will say is as a producer, um, he was wonderful in that it was very hands-off. And I don't mean that, I just mean, what I mean is we were given a lot of creative freedom to to do whatever we wanted. And he certainly was not the type who like had specific thoughts on what he should say or the way the story could move. And And not that those wouldn't have been valuable, but like, it was nice that there wasn't, there didn't seem to be any ego from that direction. And it was sort of like, we were at least free in those early days before there was any filming or anything just to kind of develop the script with Donna and with fifth season into whatever it could be. Um, and then Sarah and I, we visited set a few times, but we were not regular on set uh, people. So we were there the day Tom Brady came and that was exciting. And it was sort of fun to watch and fun to see everything come together. Cool. And then um, other than that, we, it wasn't until the premiere that we that we saw him again. Um, but I can say that it's like everybody, there was you know a lot of security that first day that he was on set, but that, what everyone has had to say and you know i know the actresses said it in a lot of the press that they did that was that he was just wonderful to work with and a gentleman and a pro and i think um seemed to come in also just looking for like direction from the director and and trying to do the best work that he could wow that's really amazing and and speaking of those actresses i mean uh, you were writing a script involving legendary Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, and Sally Fields, all Academy Award winners and, or nominees. Um, does that, what was that like to write for them? And does that affect your your writing process or character building at all um, to, to work when you know that you're writing for actresses at that level? Well, when we first started writing the script, we were only hoping like we had, I think the two actresses that Donna had mentioned to us were Lily and Jane and uh, they were, I think, interested or circling. And I honestly like the timeline gets unclear. I'm not even sure at what point they officially were on board, but from the very beginning, we were writing with them in mind. Um, and then it was later on after uh, at least our drafts had been done that uh, the conversation about like that I think Sally Field and Rita Moreno were cast. Uh, so so just to clarify and like the timeline, but I will say they were always icon these iconic actresses that we had in mind while we were writing. And at the time, it just felt like a dream, like we'll see who we can actually cast. But it was both really nice to envision it, but also very helpful when you're coming up with characters and their voices, like to imagine you know, what actress might actually be delivering it. And I think it helped us in those early drafts just get specific about who each character could be, what each character's arc could be. Like we always knew from the very beginning that we we always had Lily Tomlin in mind as Lou, as the uh -huh. woman who went through um, through the cancer battle and who was the one who sort of was so inspired by Tom Brady. So that stayed from the beginning. And then to have her 
doing that part at the end, yeah, it felt amazing. I mean, if we we couldn't have like dreamt up a cast that we that that better than the one that that actually wound up doing the film. That's amazing. Yeah, I definitely uh, always remember her as the voice of Miss Frizzle when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so very cool to see her, and uh, she she was absolutely incredible. Had some great scenes in the movie, and we'll talk more about uh, her for sure. But I do want to ask, you know, with you writing Book Smart with Sarah, um, how that process or what you learned from writing that that really might have impacted or affected your process in making this movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, they were so different and Booksmart was our original idea. And we wrote that script. Uh, it was the first movie we'd ever written together, actually. And nobody, nobody was asking us for it. Um, so that was a bit of a different journey. And just that, um, you know, it was, it was a bigger, we had a, a tougher hill to climb just as far as getting people to read it and, and hoping people would be interested in it. Um, Booksmart took from like first draft to it coming out I, about 11 years to get made. So it was just a very different experience. And I will say like half joking, but if you've got like four iconic actresses and Tom Brady producing your movie, it gets made a lot quicker. Um, and I think, you know, the processes were different in that like this assignment existed and they were hearing pitches and, and you know, fortunately, it was our pitch that they responded to, and then we were kind of off to the races. Um, but it was very different coming in on an existing existing project. Uh, what I will say, just experience wise, when we wrote Booksmart, and this is not even a bad thing, but we were so inexperienced, there was a lot, there were like practical and production considerations, we just weren't taking into account because we weren't really aware of them. And also one just true thing was like, it was we were putting ourselves in a tough spot because casting two teenage girls is your lead already is that's difficult it's like the most sort of exciting names for studios or for people who are going to put out a movie aren't necessarily like 17 year old uh women you know so so in a way i'm glad we didn't know because it might have stopped us from writing a movie that we sort of felt really passionately about and ultimately it was like a longer journey but but it did um it did get made and this one was just very different because it was like so many appealing pieces were already in place uh, that we felt like the momentum was just very, very different going into it. Like once we were hired to write the script, our producer Donna, I mean, and she also deserves so, so much credit. She, she just saw this movie, knew what it could be, knew what the tone should be from the very beginning and, and almost through sheer force of will, like made it happen. But it, it just, we just were like off to the races in this way that felt very real. And she was talking about, you know, possible shoot dates while we were writing it. And um, so I hope that answered your question. I think they were. Yeah, absolutely. Options. No, yeah, de but... definitely. That was, uh, that was great for sure. Because yeah, Booksmart was an amazing movie and it was great to sort of see how, right. You see the teenage girls getting into antics and that's a very unique take on it. But then to see, um, four 80 getting into their own type of antics that would often happen in an almost high school or college scenario right. uh, really adds, I think, an incredible degree of comedy. And it was just such a heartwarming movie as well. And uh, speaking of that, I, I did want to ask, you know, before we sort of start to close off here, yeah. uh, there's obviously the scene with with Lou, Lou Luella in the movie yeah. played by Lily Tomlin and Tom, where, you know, I mean, they have multiple scenes of sort of either him communicating a really inspiring message to her or yeah. the big scene uh, at the game. So I wanted to ask, you know, what, what writing that was like 
And also overall, I mean, obviously that communicates a message, but what's the main message that, that you want viewers to take away from this film? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I will say as far as the Tom speaking to Luella, I have to give credit to our um, director because it was in his past that, that that started happening with the Tom actually speaking directly to, to Lou. And I thought, Sarah and I both thought it was like a very effective way of kind of bringing Tom in earlier because in our draft, he didn't appear with, um, you know, spoken words until the, uh, the end of the movie. Um, but I think it was also effective just to get to what your, your question is, is, you know, I think a lot of what we wanted to communicate was stuff we talked about earlier with, you know, just the power of sort of female friendships and to show women of any age being, you know, competent and exciting and complex and just make sure that it, it felt like, yes, they're, they're all in their eighties or, or around there, but that, that is like a, a fact about them, but not the most important or exciting fact necessarily. Um, but as far as their, that, that Tom Brady and Luella relationship, what I do think sort of stayed from the beginning and was always very important to us was just the, I, the idea that they could inspire each other. You know, we talked, a, obviously in just this half hour, we've talked a lot about underdog stories, but I think, you know, Luella obviously has her her story of, of overcoming, uh, you know, um, beating the odds of, of sort of fighting fighting cancer and and yeah. and uh, and the way that it was we always wanted to sort of tie that into um, Tom Brady's story as well of like, again, how just his ability to sort of face really difficult odds and overcome them, whatever that means, whether it's like winning or achieving some sort of like you know, mental peace, like it, I feel like winning can look like a lot of things, but just to, I think the, the feeling and thank you for saying like it was just it, we wanted a, this to feel like a feel good movie, a movie about kind of beating the odds and coming back stronger, which we felt like that was Lewis character arc deliberately from the beginning and also that's just Tom Brady's it's 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 what he's so great at. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, I don't think you could have said it better. And it, it really is such an unbelievably feel good story. I, I could not recommend people go see it more highly because uh, it, it is very inspiring. It is a wonderful message. And especially with Lou beating the odds and Tom and the way they talk to each other. So yeah, any anything else that you would like to say uh, about the movie or writing it? Oh, gosh, let me think. I feel like I... Um... No, I really appreciate, you know, everything you've said about it. And obviously like Booksmart and 80 for Brady are such different movies, but I do think, uh, and tonally they're very, very different, but something that's always important to me and Sarah in, in anything we do is uh, is finding that sort of making sure there's like a germ of truth, something that feels real to us so that their friendships, even if they're going on like zany, wacky adventures, like the friendship can feel real and the uh, relationships between the characters can feel real. So that's something that we we attempted to do with Booksmart and attempted to do with this movie as well. And um, and I, I just really appreciate all the nice things you've said. It's very, it's gratifying. And and uh, yeah, we've loved seeing pictures of like people and their friends and their moms all going to see 80 for Brady. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it's great. And uh, just before, thank you so much to everything you've said. Means oh, a lot thank to you. Me. Just before we, I do want, is there any other stories of working with Brady, Edelman, Amendola, Gronk on this movie? Oh God, I wish, yeah. Or Brady? All of them were there on the same day, obviously, and, and shot a lot of their stuff. And it was just a, I will say like, I've, you know, been in the industry a while. And like I said, you sort of get used to working with different people and it's just rare that you're around a whole bunch of professional athletes. And and they were, I knew all of them, you know, just yeah. from, 
from being from Boston. They were all on that team. And I remembered all of them. And it's like, so to even see, you know, like Edelman or, or Gronk hanging around craft service was just, was just, um, it was quite something. And, and um, I'm sorry, I don't have a better anecdote for you, but I was kind of excited as excited and, and thrilled to see them around as, as, um, as maybe, uh, uh, you are kind of imagining it. And it, it was just, it was just a thrill. And we were, uh, it was, it, it meant a lot to me as a Boston person, just to, to kind of watch the movie go, go from beginning to end. And of course there were hundreds of people who were responsible for that. And it's like, a, yeah. it takes a lot of people to, to get a movie made. And I'm glad I just played a small role in it, but it was really very special. Yeah. Your co-writer, um, Sarah was fantastic as well. Kyle Marvin's directing. And oh, yeah. before we go, was there any, did being a Boston sports fan, um, really impact your writing process or writing the movie, this specific story at all? Yeah, absolutely. I think it did. And I think it was like just that infectious energy. I remember like just as a, not even a, a, an enormous football fan at the time, but just as someone from Boston, I remember that feeling and that real feeling of pride. Like when, when it, when the Patriots were sort of on their way up and Tom Brady was leading them to become what they would become. And he was becoming what he would become. And I think we were both of us trying to kind of get that energy and that infectious spirit into the script as much as we could. That's awesome. All right. The final question before we yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Um, so last question, last time I'll ask about it, but with Tom Brady's retirement as a fan um, and just having gotten to know him a little bit and through the script and character development and everything, do you have any thoughts on why this was the right time for him to retire or thoughts as a fan? I don't. I mean, I couldn't speak for him. I couldn't, I couldn't um, presume to speak for him. Uh, but as a fan, I mean, I, I have certainly seen him, I think, with everybody else in the country, just work so hard, never leaves anything. You know, I think nobody could accuse Tom Brady of doing anything other than giving his all all the time. And so I think if he decided to retire, that I'm sure it was the right decision for him. Absolutely. Emily, thank you so much uh, for this interview. Thank you so much for writing such a wonderful, inspiring film. I could not recommend people go see it more highly. And uh, I can't wait to see your next project. Is there any uh, plug you want to give as far as where people can follow you or what to look out for? Oh, that's so sweet. No, I um, uh, let's see as soon as we um, as soon as we get our next project like off the ground and running, maybe I'll shoot you an email and let you know and, and you can uh, you can you can give it a plug, but I appreciate you asking. Hey, that's great to know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, tune in next week to Sky High Sports and Entertainment once again. And thank you very much, Emily, for making this the most special episode yet. And definitely go check out 80 for Brady. Thank you. This is really my pleasure. Thanks a lot.